When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A lot of people are not where they think they should be because they are not as good as they think they are. Now, that's that's not hating. That's not shade. That's not condescending. That's love, brother. Like, <laughs> that's, that's love. We see it all the time. It's like, yo... People doing courses, and it's like, oh, my God, my course didn't move. It's like, fam, I watched it. (laughs) Yo, before we get to today's show, what if I can show you how to start making six figures right now? Within the next nine months, you can change your whole life. You can especially change the next nine years. You know what? I'm so excited. I'm so grateful because I've partnered with Bethel Tech, an online Christian boot camp that is helping people get qualified in the tech field. Now, why is this so important? Let me tell you why. Because the median age for American people was $35,000 in the year 2020. That's almost $2,900 a month. And that is not okay. And so listen, uh, close to 100 people within our tribe has signed up for Bethel Tech. They are learning stuff in the cybersecurity field. They are getting qualified. And the average person, when they finish this program, is making $65,000 a year. And within one year, a lot of them are making close to six figures and more. Just recently, someone from our tribe went through the program. Watch this. Went through the program and her first job offer was $125. Listen, change the next nine years of your life. Shift this out. Get into this program so you can get out of debt and start building wealth now. And if you click the link in the show description of today's show, they're going to give you a $1,500 scholarship. And I'm going to give you a little secret. They may even give you an extra thousand dollars if you call them, explain to them your situation, where you are in life. You may even get $2,500, but for sure, they're going to give you $1,500 just for being part of my family. Check out the link in the show description and let's get to today's show. It's your boy. What's happening? No cap. We about to get a play Pull up to the table. Let's go. One of the things that I've learned in life is that oftentimes people live below the gifts and the talents that God has put on the inside of them. And... Um, a few years ago, I'll probably say when I was in my mid-20s, man, I met this, at this time he was young. He still is young. He's a little bit older than me. He's still young, though. Um, man, there was this guy that I saw preach for the very first time in Atlanta, Georgia, and I said, I want to be like that guy when it comes to communicating uh, because I could tell that he was operating within his purpose, within his calling, with, and he was mastering that gift and that skill. And I said, yo, I want to teach like list this guy and I from then 
I followed every sermon, um, and we've become good friends. Uh, not only just a friend, he's become a mentor of me in a lot of different areas, because this is the guy that I see that he operates within his purpose, and his purpose has produced him a good following, has produced him one of the fastest and one of the most impactful churches in the world, and is also producing him some income. <laughs> so I'm like, I like this guy, you know, and it also has an amazing, beautiful wife, an amazing, beautiful family. And so I said, yo, I got to get him back on the show. He's already been on my show once and he killed it uh, this uh, this time. But you know what? I said, I got to get my brother back on the show uh, because he has a brand new book coming out that is, I believe, is going to shift the world. It's going to shift you. So, you guys, before we get to my friend, Pastor Darius Daniels, you all know him, one of the best communicators in the world. He's my favorite communicator. Um, I've said things that he said, and I have given him his credit. You know, I just want him to know that. I, I, I do still, but I give the credit at least one good time, and then after that, I act like it's mine. <laughs> But Pastor Darius Daniels is joining us here virtually today at the table. Before we get there, you guys, make sure that y'all hit that subscribe button uh, because, you know, you all are dating me. I need y'all to marry me because we're growing, we're impacting, and I want to make sure that the world is getting this information every single day. So if you've been a part of the family, thank you. Um, if you like today's show, hit that thumbs up button. But, yo, let's get straight into it because this guy is going to be dropping some knowledge. Pastor Darius, man, what's going on, sir? Hey, yo, what's up, brother? I'm glad to be at the table. Hey, man, listen, you are at the table for the second time, not the last time, man. But uh, I appreciate you, man, for, for everything that you're doing. Man. What's what's new with you? Since the last time you've been on the show, I know uh, what's new with you. But what's new with you since well, you been, it was two years ago you was on the show. Uh, so what's new since then? You know, you you're, you're, your church is just growing. Your life is growing. You're impacting. You're doing major things, man, real quickly. But what's, what new, what's new with Pastor Darius? Yeah, I think over the past couple of years. Yeah, you're right, bro. It's been two years since I've been on. You know what I mean? It's like the the, the pandemic is like a blind spot. You know, it is. <laughs> like it's like yo, it's just like we just warped into into this year. But anyway, I think the biggest difference, bro, has been me. And I know we're gonna talk about this a little bit later. Me, really, it's me being introduced these past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Darius mm -hmm. has been introduced to a version of Darius that didn't exist uh, the last time I was on the show. Well, I guess that version of Darius existed, yeah, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't expressed. And uh, that's really just kind of uh, a, 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 a summary or a weird way of saying like, yo, um, these past couple of years, I've really embraced the fact that my life, my sense of call is not to do this or that is this and that. Oh. So I've really been leaning into heavily. I mean, and you know, this kind of uh, the entrepreneurial space and adding value to people uh, through the vehicle of business. So I think that's probably the newest thing that's been happening over the past two years, man. But it's 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 been great. It's Let, been a great, great, let's great. Let's go season. there because because you're right, man. It's the last time you was on the show. Yeah, you were not doing what you're doing now. At all. Oh. <laughs> like Not it even was a little bit. Right. <laughs> I was like, you are absolutely right, man. It's like, wow, okay, so let, let's go there. You have a new book coming out. Yeah. Your purpose is calling. Sure. And um I, I want to talk about that because now I, it, it's all coming full circle to me now. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Two years ago, we just knew you as Pastor Darius. Yeah. Now the world knows you as two different people, Pastor Darius and mm -hmm. Darius, the entrepreneur. Yeah. What made you really write this book, Your Purpose is Calling, 
and how did you really come into your purpose on the entrepreneurship side? Because I think a lot of people get scared in the spiritual world to pursue the entrepreneurship world. Um, so let, let's talk about all that. Your purpose is calling. Um, and yeah. how did you figure out you needed to kind of add this to and accept this uh, within your personal life? Yeah, well, I think you hit it on the head, bro. This this book is a little bit different for me. This is my third book, but this one is the first one where I'm really writing in a way that's like capturing my experience. So it's almost like I let the I let the world eavesdrop on a conversation I believe God was having with me and I was having with myself. And what I want people to wrap their head around is when I wrote this book, which was the, the past 18 months or so, Ayo, people got to remember, I wrote this book and I was already an author. I was already leading a movement. I was already serving in different ways. But um, what I realized is this, is that there was an aspect of my assignment mm. that I hadn't tapped into. Oh. And so, so when I'm talking about your purpose is calling, I'm not telling people you're not doing any of the things you're supposed to be doing. Maybe you're doing a lot of the things you're supposed to be doing. What I'm saying you may not be doing all of the things Ooh. that you're supposed to be doing. And I'm saying that part of you is calling you. And it's important for you to embrace that because embracing that aspect of your assignment, this is what it means, though. The reward of that is you get the highest form of compensation. And the highest form of compensation is not finances, it's fulfillment. And you and I both know people who have plenty of finances, but they're poor in the area of fulfillment. And when you're poor in the area of fulfillment, you'll always feel poor. Yes. You can be rich and jump off a building yeah. if you do not have fulfillment. Yeah. And so that's what purpose, that's what purpose gives you, man. It gives you that highest form of compensation, which is fulfillment and, and, and satisfaction. And um, I just want, I just wrote this book for people who might be sensing, I'm doing some significant things. Right. But I feel like there's more. Yeah. I want to tell you, if you're feeling that there's more, there's probably there probably is more mm -hmm. and greater fulfillment for you is on the other side of that more. So let's let's, let's live right there. What if someone and not what if there are people who are yeah. like, OK, there there is more to me, you know, but yeah. how do we begin to start that process? Um, and, and, and you guys, the reason why I'm asking uh, I'm going to call him Darius today because on the entrepreneurship side. The uh, reason why I'm asking Darius that today is because a lot of you all don't know, before I made a huge transition to transition, I had a fear. Like, I, can I do this on my own? Can, can yeah. There's more on the inside of me, but can I do it? And the first person I talked to uh, was Darius. And I never forget, I called him two weeks before. It was on my birthday. Hey, Darius, I need to talk to you on my birthday because I have this feeling on the inside, but I want to make sure I'm thinking right. And this guy looked at me and spoke life and really spoke it into me. He said, man, there's bigger, there's better. Here's how you do it. So this is why I'm asking, because where I am today, a huge part of that are because of the words that Darius and also Pastor Darius spoke into me. So, so Darius, how do we, we have this feeling, we have this, this like sense of there's more, but how do we start that process to identify one, what is it? And two, how do I go about uh, pursuing that? That is more. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I want to say this uh, and I'm going to ask you a question. I want to say this, though, but I really feel like what you just described about your journey, bro, mm -hmm. is a it's just a perfect picture of like mm -hmm. what I'm talking about in this book. When we had that conversation, you are already adding significant value to a number of different people. Mm -hmm. You are already very profitable. 
very fortunate and very financially blessed. Mm. But you were sensing, it's what I call your sixth sense. I call mm. it your spiritual intelligence, which is the highest form of intelligence. It, your sixth sense was like kind of nudging you that, okay, <laughs> there's something else, there's more. And so now I look on the other side of that and I look and see what has happened because you paid attention to that. I see the amount of people you're serving now. Mm. I see the way that you're serving them now. Mm. I see the freedom that you have now to mm. actually serve them in a way that you know they need to be served. Yeah. And then I know because I mean, we, we do some stuff together. I also know how, how your income is exponentially increased as, <laughs> as a result of this. Yes, And I was scared. I was like, yo, can I do it? Can I make, and you was like, Anthony, yes, yes. Yeah. You are going to, yes. And Here's the thing. Like, oh. it's, it's, it was all about, I, I think for people, if, if people really to answer your question, if people really do some introspect, introspection and just ask themselves some honest questions, mm. they can get clarity. Clarity mm. is not the hardest thing to get. You, like, mm. you can really ask yourself, like, there are a couple of clarifying questions I would ask a person. I'd say, hey, if money was not an issue, what would you be doing? Mm. Yeah, if money was not an issue, what would you be doing? Like, if I won the lottery today, nothing would change about my week. I know I'm doing, like, nothing, nothing would change tomorrow if I yeah. won the lottery today because... Uh, like I, I found my zone. I found my sweet spot. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing yes. the way I'm supposed to be doing it. But here's the point. The point is clarifying questions like that. I think deep down, if people ask clarifying questions, they can get clarity. Mm -hmm. Here's the issue. Mm -hmm. And I think you had clarity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was courage. Ooh. <laughs> that's, Ooh. that's the issue. It's uh, you kind of know, yeah. but um, when you take a destiny step, man, a destiny step creates disruption. Yeah. It disrupts your comfort zone. Yeah. It disrupts some relationships. Yeah. And so one of the things is, I want you to think about, man, think about all that has happened now. Mm -hmm. Now think about what you would have missed out on if you hadn't taken that step. So, so many times, AO, we're focused on what, we'll, what we might lose if we take a step. Mm -hmm. As opposed to focusing on what we missing if mm -hmm. we don't take a step. Mm -hmm. And what you would have missed is much greater than what you would have lost. So I tell people, I don't know how to tell you to not be afraid. I can tell you, I want you to take a superior fear and replace an inferior fear with a superior fear. An inferior fear says, what, what might I lose if I do this? Mm. A superior fear says, what might I miss if I don't? don't. I'm scared to do it, but I'm more scared not to do it. So <laughs> this is why he Darius Daniels. I told y'all, man. When I look back at it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna say yeah. I would have <laughs> missed out on a whole yeah. lot. And, and I think, okay, cool. So we 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 get through the fear part. Yeah. Okay, cool. I see, there's, I, I see, there's, I see it. All right, cool. I'm willing to step out on faith. What's the very first thing that once I identify, I'm willing to step out, have a little bit of fear uh, because I don't want to miss out on, on what I'm missing. What's next after that? Like what, yeah. what, what, what's the next step after I'm willing to step out? Yeah. Great, great question. So I think it's three stages. Okay. 
All right. So three steps. I would tell someone. Okay. The the first one is a step that I call um, revelation, and we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, which is like, which basically means like clarity. All right. Okay. What is it exactly that I want to do? Now I deal a lot. I deal with a lot of this. Like this is probably one of one of the greatest <laughs> obstacles for people that I work with, at least especially in the entrepreneurial space, which is it's it's like so vague. It, it, they don't have they don't have clarity right and so it's hey what do you want to do i, I want to help people okay well write the vision <laughs> make it plain so that they can read it can run with it yeah. okay yeah. i can't you can't run with that you can't move with that right that vision isn't made plain enough for you to comprehend it in a way that you can actually take action on it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you got to get so clear that you know what what action you need to take so mm-hmm. So write it, make it plain so that they that read it can run with it. It's like, yo, you can, I, I want to help women. Well, okay, well, what kind of women? You want to help divorced women? You want to help single women? You want to help older women? You want to help younger women? You want to help women get whole emotionally? You want to get women get whole financially? You want to help single moms? You want to help stay-at-home moms? And so it's like, I think a lot of times people skip that step, and that step is everything, man, because clarity gives you speed. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Clarity gives you speed. You can tell if you're driving behind somebody, they don't know where they're going. You can tell. They like stopping, going. But yeah. when you clear, you yeah. can accelerate, man. Yeah. And so, so many people skip that step. They don't drill down and get clear enough. And like, which is so, like, okay, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I'm, I'm, we don't, we don't, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna make sure they get this. So let's say for an example, I'm gonna use me for an example because some people disagree yeah. with my clarity, right? So I say that I want to help people, one, get out of debt. But when I say I'm going deeper, like you said, when I say people, I love all people, but I'm being honest, I really want to focus on millennials and minorities. And some people yeah. say, Anthony, the minority is only, what, 33% of the world. Why are you only focusing on this small group? Aren't you missing out on a whole lot of money, a whole lot of people, because you're only focusing on minorities? What about the other white people who need your help? But I'm like, yo, but wait a minute. It's like... I. I'm not saying I'm not for everyone. I'm just saying when I generate my content, I'm thinking about minorities. So what I hear yeah. you saying is niche down your niche. And but people are hearing, like, but that's so small. What about all of these other people? I know they're probably yeah. thinking, Pastor Darius, what about all the people I'm missing out on? I, I'm, I, I can't I can't get money from them. Is that what you're saying? Or are you just saying simply saying, you know, just identify where you're going. Everyone can experience you, but you're clear on who you're making content for. You're clear on who you're serving and it will allow you to move faster. Yeah, this is what I want to say. I want to say unapologetically, I'm saying niche down now. And I want people to understand I am talking from the perspective of a purpose driven entrepreneur. Come on. So. And that doesn't mean we're pro- that, does, that, does, that doesn't mean we aren't profitable. I think purpose driven entrepreneurs are very profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it does mean we believe we can find profit in being purposeful. Mm. Yeah, it means that we aren't we aren't we don't prostitute our our, our purpose for profit. Mm-hmm. It means that we understand something that the that maybe an average entrepreneur doesn't understand, and that is every need, not my responsibility. <laughs> so you saying that like God's the only one who meets every need. Every need isn't your responsibility. So you're saying, hey, I feel a sense of call to. Mm-hmm. millennials and minorities you're mm-hmm. not saying exclusively you're not saying that's the only people i help yeah. you're saying primarily yeah. you're saying i'm very clear yeah. that my highest and best use i am at my best yeah. when i am serving this group yeah. and i will never 
apologize for being faithful to the group of people that God's assigned me to. You know how many needs there are in the world that I wish I could meet? Like, but every need is not my responsibility and mm-hmm. it's narcissistic mm-hmm. of me to assume I'm the only one that can meet those needs. Mm-hmm. The people that I don't reach are people somebody else has been assigned to reach. So, um, yeah, so I'm not saying, I don't want people to think, um, uh, uh, I don't want people to think that we're saying, hey, you serve only these, this group of people. I'm saying you can't be purpose driven in life or in business. If you don't know the difference between your primary and your secondary audience. That is good. Yeah. Like I serve the hungry, bro. Like some people get people motivated. Uh, It's like, man, if you don't want it, I'm not your guy. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. But it's like, if you don't want it yet, like come to me when you want it. And then I'll show you how to get it. There are other people that help you want it. And so I don't apologize for that. I've been wired for that. I got unique design. I got unique dreams. I got unique discontent. I got unique destiny. And all of that is for the people group that I'm supposed to serve. And Anthony, here's the truth. I'm going to make the greatest impact with that group. And I'll make the greatest income with that, with that group. So we got the revelation. More less. More with less. <laughs> yeah. More with less. So we got the revelation, which means get clear. Once you get clear, identify who do you want to serve, um, why you want to serve. Oftentimes I say, y'all, um, if your why doesn't make you cry, the price of commitment will make you cry. It came from this guy right here, Darius yeah. Daniels. Um, yeah. and, and it's like, I think about that all the time. Why am I getting up every single day? Why do I serve these people? Why do I want them debt free? And when I think about that, it gets me emotional and it fuels me. So, okay, look, we we got the number one revelation. What's, what's number two, man? This, this is, I hope okay. y'all are taking notes uh, because this is brilliant and y'all have to get his book. Um, but we're going to drop all of his information in today's show notes uh, because all of this is in his book and y'all have to be following him. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. not following Darius Daniels, respectfully, you don't want to grow. i've grown so much with him being a friend and a brother and a mentor in my life um and we don't talk every day we don't even talk every single week uh but he'll call me i'll call him i'll ask him questions and and i just i just listen and i've grown tremendously because of him and his amazing wife my sister so uh we're gonna drop all the information below because i really want y'all to continue getting this information get inside some of his courses get his books um one of his course just blew my mind uh the guy has so much information so we'll drop that below but all right we got the revelation part once we identify the revelation what's next areas yeah so the next is interpretation so it's one thing to know what do i want to do or or basically like who do i who do i help and what results do i help them get clarity Mm. all right but then um like so, so that that part's key and man i wish there's so much we can talk about even with the clarity part because your emotional intelligence and self-esteem and all of that plays into your ability to get clear right like you got to know what what walk in the room when you walk in there you have to know that you have to know what problems you've been created to solve but so it's one thing to be clear on that who do i help and what results do i help them get revelation second is interpretation and that's this what do what's the way i do it though like yeah what's the way i do it um based on the way i've been wired based on what my gifts are like, so there are people who teach people like myself. I teach people orally. I mean, I use written material, right? But I'm more than an author. But there are authors who don't really speak. And there are authors who can't really speak that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we both can say we're in the self-education business. Right. But the way I do it through coaching and courses and mastermind groups and things like that, 
might be completely different than the way someone else does it. They might write books. They yeah. might write blogs. Mm -hmm. So th that next step is being okay with interpreting. Okay, now based on the way I'm wired, what's the best way to do it? Because if not, Ayo, we get caught up in this culture of conformity and we mm -hmm. end up conforming to methods that are not best for you because when you want something to work, <laughs> you start doing what you think is working for other people as opposed to really believing your way works if, if you work it. And um, so that, that's, that's kind of what I mean there with interpretation. There are people like you who are helping people with debt and being, uh, getting free financially, but they're not doing it the way that you're doing it. No, no. And you know what? It's like people will be watching. It's like, well, man, I feel convicted because I started doing what I saw that them doing, but it, mm -hmm. what they were doing is not working for me. Yeah. And I, and I, I'll be honest, man, sometimes, especially even out of my own, I, I, I'll look at other people who are in the money space. I'm, I'm like, yo, this is, th this is, this is working for them, but it won't work for me. So don't even go over there, Anthony. Actually, as a matter of <laughs> fact, unfollow them. Don't even see it anymore because you know your lane, but it takes maturity for me to understand it works for them, but it will not work for me. And yeah. it's like, how did, in your space, because you're teaching this within your book, you're teaching this within your courses and curriculums and your masterminds, right? How do you mm -hmm. teach people to be okay with their method? Because they may see somebody else with a different method in the same space and make, making a lot of money, but their method is not, is not making them any money right now. Because they may be yeah. new to it. So how mm -hmm. do we encourage people to stay in their lane, stay within their interpretation, and to pursue their route, their way of doing things without giving up because they see something else working? Yeah, I think one of the, one of the things, uh, this is just probably a point of clarification, and that is, I mean, I think both of us do this. Of course, there are going to be times where you need to evaluate and make adjustments, mm -hmm. like with mm -hmm. your methodology. Mm -hmm. What I am saying is, and there are going to be times where, like, one of the ways we learn is through observation. We see mm -hmm. what's happening in other people, and it's okay to see an example of something that's happening in another person. And if there's a part of your authentic self that mm -hmm. resonates with that, it's okay to take that aspect of that person's methods or approach and apply it to you because all of our methods are going to be like a combination of stuff that we've learned ourselves and stuff that we've learned from other people. But taking something you resonate with from someone and applying it to your methodology is completely different than adopting their methodology. Now, I'm not going to get specific with this, like, but I know, like, let's say, let's say if a person's a part of, like, of a speaker training, right? Yep. Let's say someone's a part of a speaker, they're part of a group, and it's like, <laughs> it's one thing for them to learn the practices of the mentor. Yeah. It's another thing when they try to take on, the, like, the personality of the mentor. It's like, Yo, that's not even your personality, but it's like, <laughs> but you feel like, and it's like, and for you, of course it Yo, works for yeah. him because yeah. that's authentically him or that's yeah. authentically her. Yeah, yeah, so it works for them. But it's like you coming in with all this like aggression or, or whatever. And it's like, that yes, doesn't man. work for you mm -hmm. because it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not authentic to who you are. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, I, I think what people need to, to do is like, yo, tweak your method yep. and master your method yeah. because maybe your method's not working 
because you haven't mastered it. Mm. Now, yo, I, this is a part I deal with all the time because whenever yeah. somebody's stuck, this is this is game for the table, Ayo. This is this, yeah. this, this is game for the table. Whenever somebody's stuck, especially entrepreneurially, it it's one of three areas or many of, of, of okay. these three areas. Okay, it's either going to be a character issue. And when I say yeah. character, I'm not talking about ethics. I'm not talking about good, bad person. I'm talking about certain character traits that either they don't have or they mm. need to have more of mm -hmm. in order to get the result they're trying to get. So a character trait is something like focus. It's like, well, I'm focused, but are you as focused as you need to be to get the result you're trying to get? Because mm -hmm. people who get those kind of results have a different level of focus. Are you resilient? Like, do you quit every time something doesn't work? Or so it's character traits. So sometimes people don't have something and they need to get it. Sometimes they have it and they need to scale that trait. Mm -hmm. The other thing is this, it's competence. And that's a, that's a skill. And I'm gonna tell you this, a lot of people are not where they think they should be because they are not as good as they think they are. Now that's, that's not hating, that's not shade, that's not condescending, that's love, brother. Like, <laughs> that's, that's love. We see it all the time, it's like, yo, People doing courses and it's like, oh my God, my course didn't move. It's like, fam, I watched it. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta work on that speaking. We gotta work on that energy. We gotta work on that engagement. Yo. And so, you know, anyway, so it's it's that, and then the other is like is like confidence, and that's a mindset, because that determines how you show up and how you do a thing. So, man, if people are stuck, it's primarily gonna be be in one of those areas, and we we kind of. If, if you master that, you don't always have to change your method. That's my point. Look at your character, look at your competence, look at your confidence. And if you tweak those things, your method might not be the issue. One of the things that I've, I've learned from you, right, is on the competence side of things. And it's like one thing that, that you've personally convicted me without you even telling me is, I think competence is because of lack of willing to study for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one thing about you is that I've learned is, you just enjoy studying, period. Like you just enjoy reading, period. You're not you're not reading to preach on Sundays. You're not reading to create a new course. You just study like you just eat candy. And I think no, it, I, no, you don't. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> people think that <laughs> for no. real. No, I would much <laughs> rather play video games, work out, uh, watch Netflix. I would much rather do that. I hate losing. Oh. I hate being ignorant. Ooh. Ignorance is expensive. Ignorant, ignorance cost me too much early on in life. It cost me too much. It cost me in business. It cost me as a leader. It cost me. So I would rather not get up every morning and do my reading routine and all of that. I would rather not do that. But the pain of living without the results of that is greater than the pain of doing that. So I do it. <laughs> so I just want to clarify that. I hope I didn't mess up your point. You ain't mess up nothing. But I don't want people to think, you just love me. No, I don't, bro. You can, I, I'd much rather be on 2K and Madden and God of War. Like, yeah, I'd much rather be doing something else. Traveling, hanging out with friends, eating. I would, I would much rather do that. But you make it seem like you enjoy studying, but you enjoy it because you hate losing. Exactly. And that, exactly. that's, that just shifted the whole <laughs> daggone show. Like, 
I've never, as long as I've known you, I just thought you just enjoy studying. But now it's like, I get it. It all makes sense. You've experienced stuff in the past that I, I don't know, you know, that I don't know about. But it's yeah. like, yo, I don't want to go back there. That's right. So I, I put systems into place to make sure that I do not go back there. That's right. It's exactly right. 100 percent. 100%. So like I grew up in Kilmichael, Mississippi, population less than 500 people, bro. So I and I played basketball, but I knew I knew in high school I wasn't going to the NBA. I was good enough to go to college. So I knew that wasn't my way out. Right. I don't think anybody from my town has ever gone to the league. Right. So my hands wasn't my way out. My head was. <sighs> so for me, it wasn't just like, yo, just, just read to just read. It's like, yo, I got to get out. I have to get out. My parents wanted me to get out. My parents sacrificed for me to get out. This is my way out. And uh, it just taught me a principle, man. You always go to the next level in any area head first. Head first. You, you got to get the, the head, the mind. When you get this out, then the money follow. Then the relationship follows. Then the career follows. So, yeah, man. I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint you, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, man. You just, you just made me feel convicted. Like, man, that's what I... You weren't supposed to do this on my show, bro. <laughs> Goodness crazy. This man said, I study because I do not like to lose. And the reason why some of us are losing in certain areas of our life is because we're not willing to go ahead in first. Yeah. But we want to copycat. We, we want to just go watch a YouTube show, duplicate what they did, what they said, hoping that it would impact the same way via our mouth. But if it doesn't come from our heart, from our head, from us studying to show ourselves approved, uh, it, it's not going to be impactful. Hey, well, let me ask you this. Now, this is your interview, but I'm at, we're just having a conversation. Y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. they eavesdropping on our conversation, <laughs> basically. I'm, I'm asking you questions. Yeah, yeah. Interview. But so, so you're a speaker, right? So you're yeah. a speaker. Mm -hmm. And, um, but you're also an interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you speak on stages. You just mm -hmm. came to one of our mastermind events in Miami. Yep. You spoke to our inner circle. So mm -hmm. you're speaking on a stage there. You speak on stages, but then also you're, you're speaking through conversation mm -hmm. on this platform, the table. Yep. And what the average person who's looking at you doesn't realize is that the, that those are two completely different skill sets. Absolutely. That they are both like speaking, standing up on a stage versus speaking, sitting down wow. in a conversation is two completely different skill sets. Two. And if people were to ask you, mm -hmm. if I saw you do both of these things mm -hmm. six years ago, mm -hmm. were you as good at them then as you are now? You would say undoubtedly no. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But. There are some things that you did to get better and some things that you learned. Mm -hmm. And I'm going there because I want to debunk the myth that if I just get reps, I get better. Mm -hmm. I learned this in basketball. Mm -hmm. When I went from high school to college, my college coach changed my jump shot because he was like, There's some, your form does not give you enough arc. Mm -hmm. So you can shoot a million shots a day. And you will not optimize because you got to fix the form. <laughs> you know, so people just think, you know, what? I just I've been practicing on my own. It's like, nah, man, you need you. You need repetition. Mm -hmm. 
but you also need some coaching, some instruction, some feedback, because there's some little tweaks that I'm sure you've made over this five, six year period. Absolutely. And those small tweaks have taken you to giant peaks when it comes to the skill set. Man, you're you're absolutely right. Um, just recently stepping out of my own, I've been speaking for years, right? And um, I, I, I'm learning how to better serve in the entrepreneurship space, right? And one of my, you know, I hired a coach recently to teach me how to go from speaking and really just properly sell, how to properly mm-hmm. sell while serving. And he watched one of my, uh, one of my uh, talks where <laughs> I was trying to serve and he said, respectfully, that sucked. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I've been speaking for years. He was like, yeah, but there's a difference between just speaking to influence than also speaking and then serving your your, your audience. you got to position so you're, you're it. Talking, you're talking about the most recent guy you told me about? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, so, yeah. So so we need to make sure the audience is clear. We're talking about, like, somebody just said this, like, last month. Yeah. So this is not- <laughs> <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Just like, literally. Actually, like, yeah, yeah, literally just about maybe three, four weeks ago. He was like, he was like yeah, the, 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 the talk was encouraging. But it didn't convince me that I needed to purchase this from you. So, Anthony, that sucked. So let's change that. Let's make it better. And I was like, man, I've been speaking since I was 20-something years old. No one never told me that sucked. But I paid him to be my coach to help me understand how I can get better. And and it just complements what you've said. Like, hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to put this into place. And here's the thing. I'm not going to suck as bad. But I'm, and I'm just going to get better. I'm just going to get right. better and better and better from reputations, yes, but then also from getting the proper coaching. But yeah. also what I love about it, because I'm bringing it back full circle, doing that allows me to really activate and to live within my purpose. Because mm-hmm. you, I really don't believe you can be in your purpose without the right people around you, coaching you, mentoring right. you, and telling you the things that you need to hear that may not be comfortable at the time. But I don't think anything extraordinary happens with inside of our comfort zone. And I don't really think we can really live in our purpose zone if we're not willing to be uncomfortable and get the coaching that we need to get. A hundred percent. And I'm just like, I'm like, that's man. huge. That's really wow. the final step. You know, that revelation interpretation. Yep. The last one is application. And that is what is the wisest, what is the wisest way for me to do this? Like, so now that I know the way that I do it, what's the wisest and the best way for me to do this? Yeah. And that's where what you mentioned, a coach yeah. and a community yes. um, comes into play. Man, I'm amazed at, I feel like the work I'm doing in the entrepreneurial space helps me be such a better pastor yeah, yeah, yeah. because it helps me see where the church is failing. Mm. Right. Cause like, yeah. I'm like, why am I having to do so much mindset work in the entrepreneurial space? Like, why don't people believe in themselves? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to spend 70% of my time with mindset. It's like, man, how have people been in these religious spaces all of their life? And, and they don't have this. It, it just kind of, so it, it showed me that we've kind of some areas where we kind of needed to, to, to make adjustments. And so it's helped me see why community is important, is needed even more because you got to be surrounded by not just good people, yeah. but people who want what you want. Yeah. And that, so that, that's two different criteria. It's like, oh my God, she's a good person. She don't want nothing though. But he's a good person. Like, yo, you don't want to, you don't want anything. And so I'm not saying don't be their friend. I'm just saying you need some people in your life. Like lions need prides. Yeah. And so you need people, you need a community of people in, in your life to actually want what you want, have some experiences and can help you kind of make some of these wise 
decisions and 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 do and it I'm telling you, man, when you get the right culture and right community, they turn decades into days. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Decades into days. Yes, decades into days. Like <laughs> obviously people kind of in the religious space who see what I'm doing in the entrepreneurial space and try to jump into the entrepreneurial space not realizing, like, yo, bro, there was a whole gap of time where there's coaching and mentoring and masterminds. And me recognizing one of the most important investments I can make is investing in myself. Mm. I ain't got time to figure it out for 30 years. You know it. Right. You tell it to me. Tell Yo, it. we just did this. We just spent two days in Miami this summer. And we mm. did a VIP day together. Yep. 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 So you trained me on some stuff. Yep. And me and my wife trained you on some stuff. And listen. I made some money off of y'all's training. <laughs> no, I'm so serious. I was like, y'all, he's not playing. We we went in my we went to Miami and we literally spent two whole days just just teaching, learning, diving, diving in. Um, and the information that I taught him was everything that I've learned over the last year of my life and information they've been doing. And I mean, y'all, I've applied that stuff to my life and it has helped my business grow. It, it, it has literally helped my business grow. And, and, but here's the thing though, too, Darius, I, I asked you this question because we're, we're Christians, right? So we have a lot of our followings are, are Christians. A lot of Christians believe that our, our purpose shouldn't make us a lot of money. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't, because we're Christians, we, we shouldn't have, you know, uh, millions of dollars coming in. We, our purpose, our calling, our assignment from, from up above. Cause I think what you're doing while it is on the entrepreneurial side of things, it is still attached to even your heavenly assignment. But it's like, they're like, mm-hmm. I, I feel guilty making a million dollars. I may feel guilty making $100,000 off of my purpose. Like, should we feel guilty Bro, <laughs> making I, I, good I, money? Now, we, we only just talking to Chris. I had to pull out the Bible on this one. Oh. <laughs> so, just... I'm going to pop in and pop right back out. I promise you, I'm not, I'm not about to turn this into a Sunday service. I promise you that we're not going there. Don't Let's log go. off. Wait a minute. Hey. I just, I, I, I want to, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think. I think, I think in my experience, and when I say mm-hmm. this, pastorally and entrepreneurially, and I've been yeah. pastoring close to 20 years here, this is what I learned. When it comes to people's theology of money, most people believe what Christians believe about money, but they don't know what the Bible says about it. So if you were to ask them, what does it say about money besides the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, meaning evil. people, people will do all sorts of things mm. for money. Mm-hmm. That mean that everything is evil as a result of a law of love of money it means that money will love it will make people do all sorts of evil things. Mm-hmm. But if you ask the average believer like, yo, besides that kind of like, what are you? What do you, you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what do you know? So I'm, I'm going to just read this. This is Proverbs 11:26. It says, people curse the one who hoards grain, yep. but they pray God's blessing on the one who is willing to sell. Mm. Selling is serving guys. God is anti, he's, he's anti-exploitation. Excuse me. He's anti-manipulation. Uh-huh. He's anti-predatory behavior. He's amp- anti-dishonesty. He's not anti-profit. <laughs> He's not anti-profit. Oh, man. And so is every aspect of your purpose profitable? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can some aspects of your purpose be profitable? Absolutely. Mm. Um, and I'm going to tell you this, whether it's your profit or someone else's profit, most people need profit to accomplish their purpose. <sighs> Mother Teresa 
didn't create profit, but she couldn't feed, she couldn't feed nobody without profit. Where's what, what the food coming from? So someone has to be profitable to fund some of these things. So some, sometimes it's like the people who don't believe in profit are judging the people that are profitable, Absolutely. but they have passionate causes that can only be funded by people that are profitable. So you can be profitable without being dishonest, exploitive, predatory, and manipulative. Mm -hmm, you, can, mm -hmm. you, can, you, you, can, you can be profitable. There's a woman, last one, there's a woman in the Bible. The uh, Bible talks about how her husband passed away. She was left with debt. She went mm -hmm. to her husband's, and back in those days, you could use human lab labor as a way of debt repayment. So creditors were coming to take her two children, her two sons. She goes to her husband's mentor and says, these creditors are about to come and take my two sons. My husband's dead. What should I do? He told her, I want you to take the oil that's in your house. I want you to go borrow jars. I want you to pour that oil in the jars, and I want you to sell it. And this is what he said. He says, I want you to take the, pr the profit. I want you to pay off your debt, and I want you to live off the rest. All she, the oil was in her house. She had that. She borrowed the jars. She didn't pay anything for that. It was all profit. It was, <laughs> it was all profit. So... Um, I just, I, th that's kind of where I am on that. And But she took what was in the house. She took what was in the house. She took what she already had and made yeah. profit from what she already had. And it yeah. goes back to what you're teaching, what I'm teaching. What is on the inside of you that you haven't even activated yet that is in your house, that is in your house and made yeah. money? Exactly. It's like, oh, yo, you... Don't you think part of that woman's purpose was to save her kids? That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, she needed money for that. Yeah, she, she, she needed money. Like when her husband's mentor was a spiritual leader, and this guy did not give her a sermon, bro. He didn't give her a sermon. He was actually a prophet. He didn't give her like a prophetic word. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, here's a plan to make some profit. Because this need is a money need. This is not yes. a spiritual need. It's a money need. Right. And so right. this is how you use what you already have. Yes to, to um, meet a need you don't know how to meet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Listen. Listen, guys. <laughs> if, if you all don't get this man's book, I don't think they you They made me pull out the Bible, A.O. <laughs> Why you pull out the Bible? I had to pull well, out the Bible. <laughs> but it's like Darius Daniels cannot come on the table and not pull out the Bible at all. Like, like you know, that, that is your signature ingredient. <laughs> it's like you've learned how to master... Like you yeah. inspired me to do this every single morning now because I thought you did it because you loved it. And I was trying to force myself to love it. <laughs> and I just, I could never get there. <laughs> but now, now I'm like, I get it. Now I can think yeah. like Darius. I'm studying because I'm afraid to lose. I'm studying because I'm afraid to be second. I'm studying yeah. because I, I'm fearful of, of not doing and operate within my purpose. But now it's good. To it's good. Good to know we're on the same page, but it's like, <laughs> like, 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 man, it's like when, I, when, when you look at what I do now, it's like I study my word and I study my world. And when I study and when I say I study my world, I study like finances. I study, you know, what's happening within my world that I'm serving. And, and I download from the word. I download from the world. And then it, it generates content from there. And I mm -hmm. love that because it's like, man, when I listen to you, it's like you've learned how to master the word and the world and bring it in together. And there's not a lot of pastors who can do that. And all the pastors who are watching me, I love you. You know that. Uh, but let's just, let's just give Darius, you know, his, his 
this this brother, I was about to call him Negro, but this brother is just, he, he's just a science in that. And that's why I want to encourage you all to get, get his book because he's going to give you his signature. He's going to give you the word, but he's going to make it so practical uh, that you understand how to apply it in your everyday life. And hey, yo, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say, let me say one thing. Hey, yo. yo, now you, I don't know if you old enough for this. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You remember the saying, milk does a body good? Do you remember Absolutely. that? Absolutely. What you mean? I okay, didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I ain't got you by that many years. I got right. you by a few years. Right. Because it's almost like, I think when you say something, I want to, I'm sorry if I interrupted, but. You good. I want to inter- interject this because I feel like people expect me to be that way when it comes to scriptures because I'm religious. And it's like. No, this is the most reliable and the most consistent source of information that I know for me that exists for me to build my life on. Because everything else y'all tell me keep changing. Oh. So like I'm growing up, you tell me milk does a body good. Now you're telling me dairy bad for me. <laughs> you told me three meals a day. Then you told me five meals a day. Right. Now you're telling me to do intermittent fasting. It's like yep. I'm confused. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like everything is changing. So I, I figured, okay, I need the most reliable source of information to build my life on because y'all keep switching stuff up on me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to take this and I'm going to apply it to my life and I'm going to apply it to my business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I'm not just doing this because I think it's right. I'm doing this because this is better for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not saying if it's better, but it's better for me. Yeah. It's getting me the results that I want to need in my life. And I, I just kind of wanted to say that because I know, of course he's going to bring in about, it's like, nah, fam. It's like all this other stuff. Y'all be talking about it. I'd I be confused. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> all right. We got like five more minutes. We're actually, we're actually over, but I'm uh, five more minutes. I want to answer this question. You probably don't know. You, yeah. You don't even know I was going to ask this question, but I got to ask this question <clears throat> for us single people, right? Who are, we identify our purpose. We know where we want to go. How do we align? How do we know who, in dating, how do we know if that person who we're dating aligns with our purpose? Like, how do we know if they can complement us to help us? And we complement each other um, to to accomplish a purpose and to really to build something longevity yeah. long term. Because it's like, for me, <clears throat> I think a lot of single people are asking that question. Okay, I want to date right, but it's like I have this vision, I have this mission, I have this assignment that I'm supposed to be doing. But man, I'm dating someone and I find out that they don't align with it. So is there anything, any advice you that you've learned within marriage, how to make sure that you're aligning correctly? Yeah, I'm going to say this. Hey, oh, I've been married 21 years. Yeah. Same woman. Yeah. And um, college sweetheart. Yeah. It's hard to have a good marriage with a bad pick. The pick matters. I've been, I've listen, I've coached past a thousand people. The pick matters mm-hmm. now it doesn't mean that things are going to be disastrous you know if you don't but but, but here, here's the point that i'm making to answer your question there are two things i would tell a person to think okay through. so the, the the first one is is going to be this all right i would say two things one is going to be okay what are your hopes what are your hopes like if you're if you're honest you know you know how, you know how, you know how people say uh in the marriage vows for better for worse yep Yep. Most of the time, the emphasis is on the worse. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need to think about the better, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So if I get everything I hope for, will I still be okay with you? 
right? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, so now I have nothing. But if I have everything, and, I, and if I have options I've never had before in my life, if I'm exposed to people I'm never expo- I, I never dreamed I'd be exposed to, um, is it better or worse? Because some people just choose people for worse and think that automatically translates into the better. And it doesn't. Like it, like it doesn't always work that way. So it needs to be, I, I trust them with my worst and I trust them with my better. So like, what are, what are, what are your hopes there? Because here's the thing, the role you think, the role your partner may play in helping you carry out your purpose is going to vary throughout, throughout the lifetime of that relationship. Wow. So some people say, yo, can she help me build something? Or can he help me build something? I think that that's okay if that matters to you. But you do need to understand there may be a season where they helping you build differently. Yeah. Like what if the kids are young, mm-hmm. then, then it might, it might be different than when y'all didn't have kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't build a marriage based on a specific role. It's what are my hopes? Mm. If everything goes the way I dream, do I see this person fitting in that no matter what role they play? Mm. And then the other thing is this, and this is the most important one. And they'll, we got to do a whole, maybe two years from now, we need to do a whole situation on this one. Okay. And that, All right. is, that, is, that is health. And when I say health, I mean your heart health. Because that determines how you choose. You can't be unhealthy and make a healthy pick. It don't work that way. Now, here's the challenge. When you're unhealthy and you make an unhealthy pick, then you end up getting healthy. And when you end up getting healthy, I mean, you can't end up getting healthy. Now you realize I picked something when I was unhealthy. Uh, now that I'm healthy, I realize that ain't really what I want. The unhealthy me needed that. The healthy me doesn't. So I would say recognize that purpose requires more than me doing my best work. Yeah. It requires me being my best self. And when I'm my best self, that's when I can make the best choice. That's why I love your message. Yeah. Like steward the single season. Yeah. Steward it well yeah. so that um, you're in a healthy place and you can make a healthy pick. Man, man. I wish I had a two hour show. <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious. I mean, this was supposed to be a 30 minute show. My team is looking at me like, uh, they clock like, uh, we have 50 minutes, <laughs> but when it's good, you got to keep going, man. I mean, this, this is why, this is why I call him a friend, and this is why I call him a mentor. Um, and, I mean, what he and his wife um, have built that from their church, from now they're on the entrepreneurial side, um, amazing. And what I like about Darius, you guys, is he is a man of character and a man of integrity. Um, you're never going to—you're going to get the Word of God for 110% free. He's going to help lead you to Christ for 100, yeah. 110% free. He doesn't— he doesn't cross that line. Now, when you're That's ready right. to excel and, and get into the entrepreneurial world, oh, you're going to pay him a little something, something, because you see all this knowledge he got. <laughs> hey, yo, that's, that's, that's a great point. It is. And for anybody that's struggling with that line, okay, yeah. man, I'm a person of faith or I'm not a person of faith, but I just, I'm, I don't know what to charge and what not to charge for. For me, yeah. as a person of faith, I say anything having to do with salvation mm. or sanctification, I never put a paywall in front of. That's good. I never put a paywall in front of teaching or talking about Jesus mm-hmm. or do, or giving you anything that helps you become more like him yeah. where there's a paywall is for optimization. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Salvation, sanctification, no paywall optimization. Mm-hmm. 
that's the paywall because now we're stepping out of church and we're stepping into business because yeah. that's the way I help you optimize. <sighs> Man, listen. So listen. I need y'all to go spend $20. You're going to hit that paywall. <laughs> Get this man's book because he's going to, he's going to bless you. Um, he's, um, he's definitely going to, I've paid him uh, for his information because the man is just wise and has helped me out. And I believe in the reason why I pay people, right? Um, we're actually in the mastermind together. And before I even paid this amount for the mastermind, I was like, yo, should I do it? And the reason why I did it is because I want to be in the room around people mm. who are wiser and smarter than me who can coach me in this season of my life. And so you may not be able to get in his room today, uh, but you can get in around his room, around his thinking by picking up his book. Um, and I'm telling you right now, you will enjoy it. So go ahead and check that out. We're going to drop all the information in today's show notes, uh, the link to his book on today's show notes. And y'all, make sure y'all follow my brother. Uh, this is the one and only Dr. Darius Daniels, a.k.a. Pastor Darius Daniels. Um, and he will bless you. All right. So, hey, Dr. Darius, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. We appreciate you. And it's not going to be two years. You may do this like once a year, once every six months or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Let's figure it out, brother. My honor. Yes, sir. We love you, man. Appreciate you. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.